Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the heroes agreed to serve as envoys to the Dwarven Kingdom of Umberstone, hoping the arduous journey would allow them to find Kolshow's long-lost aunt atop the holy mountain of Skybernhall. But a gruesome discovery along the trail forced them to instead track a bloodthirsty band of orcish raiders back to their hidden base camp. Will the element of surprise give the adventurers the edge they need? Find out now. Buddy, episode twenty-eight. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah, I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, been a, a fun uh, fun time, and we're on episode twenty-eight. And uh, I think last time, man, we we cut off like right in the middle of a battle, which I don't think we've done before, right? Nope. I think we we were already gone so long because yeah. you were like, how can I use these dice? <laughs> yeah, everyone's pointing at their watches and, <laughs> you know, giving me dirty looks. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm terrible at planning these episodes out. So, uh, yeah, we, we do what we can. Some are going to be longer. Some are going to be shorter. Well, we just kept our listeners on edge. Yeah. That's how we see it yep. in a positive way. You're just you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. Cliffhanger. Uh, or you're asleep. Whatever. Will we be able to destroy these orcs? Or not. Yeah. I think everybody yeah, knows the we, we made people wait a whole week to yeah. figure that out. Jeez. That's so sad. Well, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> we will. <laughs> yeah, the, the day is young. <laughs> it remains to be seen. Uh, so the business part uh, at the start here is uh, someone's going to be using some sweet game science dice. Who is that? That would be me. And that is Cull Show. And what do you got over there, Cull Show? I've got the uh, the smoky dice with the white ink. Awesome, and they're sexy like me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, we have people who are obviously <laughs> jealous sitting at the table, right? I actually, yeah, I actually took pictures today of these uh, since we've really not done a good job at that. Yeah. I was planning on uh, taking some photos, and you know, we we did your last uh, set, we got those out, and so hopefully we can continue with the photos. Um, and uh, but yeah, they they look amazing. Yeah, and, these are really beautiful. Yeah, Thora is the one, if you can't tell by the way she said that, that uh, she really likes... She, she's she's been like really eyeballing these dice. Like, oh, <laughs> um, you need to buy this for me. Yeah, so remember, if you haven't already entered, uh, please do so. Go to DungeonPatrol.com slash dice, and you may win this beautiful smoke and white set of game science dice that I'm sure Cull Show will use to great effect today. Yes, right now. And uh, some works. And if you uh, don't feel lucky or you want to pick your own dice, you can customize them at gamescience.com and just oh, go can there. Can I give the code? Can I give the code? Yes. Do you know the code? I do. Awesome. Give it give it's the code. 39DP19A. Oh, wow. you say it so much better than I do. I thought you had it memorized. I was about to be impressed, but I, I saw you wrote it on your character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> That I, almost deserves a set of nice, smoky, white <laughs> dice. <doesn't it? laughs> like I to our listeners, you know, receiving dice as gifts 
is never a bad thing in our eyes. Right, right. right. We, we would never turn down dice. We would never turn down dice. Yes, but uh, our goal here is to give dice That's away. Right. That's the whole purpose. Selfless. So. We are. Uh, we have all of these dice, thanks to the game science people. Yes, thank and we get you. to stare at them. I actually slept with mine under Whoa. my pillow. Uh, <laughs> you just went there right away, little, and they're like, "Well, we're going to return these now." <laughs> well, I didn't get to roll them very much, so I had to do something, right? Uh, well, you know where Cole Show keeps his dice, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Place yeah. He keeps the coin, uh, yeah. yeah, along with all my valuables. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, these dice are definitely, despite all the terrible things we've done to them, definitely worth having. Um, and you can uh, go there, get your own, and please do so. And that would be a huge uh, help for us because it supports our one sponsor. So thank you, Game Science. And now we're back to the back to the game. Yes, things okay. are serious. Black tentacles. Black tentacles. Erupted from the ground in Threads front of you. Three. Uh, and Bjorn just managed to get out of the way just in the oh. nick of time. So you have a, you know, a whole contingent of orcs uh, waiting around the corner in this ravine. And uh, it is still their turn because that's where I left off. Ha ha. No. Yeah. Because I just went on my top of my turn, mm-hmm. and I jumped back, and then someone casts that this. Oh, so, right. It was the orc. I see. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, I'm just moving a couple of them. Kurg and Merrick are going to tuck themselves back in this corner here. And this guy is going to move up behind his now dead friends. Uh, his good buddy, best man at his wedding, actually, Galrog, who's now lying dead. I do appreciate you naming all the NPC yeah. characters like that. It's, it's so actually... Orc 1, Orc 2. I know. You guys seem to like not like that, so I have to spend a good two or three hours a day thinking of names for things. With orcs, you just throw some consonants and like one <laughs> vowel in there, and that's good enough. Uh, that's true. They were pretty easy to come up with. Uh, Galrog is very close, though. Wasn't there a Klingon? Gal- yeah, Galron. Galron, yeah, something like that. Uh, but uh, still, totally my super creativity at work here. And so Lokan is going to come up, and I don't know if he can do it. I don't think he... Yes, he can. He's going to take a shot with a short bow at our friend Cull Show here. And that is a natty one. That's Excellent. what happens when you don't have the game science dice, apparently. So, that's going to be their move. And it is now Thora. Uh, Thora is going to try and dispel magic on the black tentacles. I, you know, I just put them up there. Yes. I mean, why? Why because waste a spell? They're blocking our path. Just run through Let's it. Ask a, a, a spell caster. <laughs> why waste a spell? <laughs> run through it. Uh, you're pretty sure if you timed it right, you just make it right through. No problem. Her spells are valuable. She's a warlock. They yeah, are very valuable. valuable. She's got like half a spell to use. Uh, okay, go for it. 
I don't know. I don't know what. It just works, right? If it's third level or less, you don't have to roll. No, it just automatically hits it. It's not third level. What? Fourth level. Oh, I'm very scared. Okay, here we go. Oh no, I did not. So I think it's a DC. He has to roll because it's it's your it's your spellcasting ability plus ten, and then he makes a DC roll against that. Okay, roll it. Oh, God. No. 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 She no. makes an ability check. Spellcasting oh, okay. ability. Oh, sorry. DC is 10 plus the spell's level. Okay, so it's fourth. And then what do you add? So it's 14. So 14 is what you're trying to beat. I rolled a 12. <laughs> <laughs> plus your... No, that's with uh, my... That's, I mean, don't you add your spellcasting ability? So I rolled a four. Yeah. And oh, then I add my sorry. eight. Sorry. So it's a 12. So the black tentacles right. are here. Yep. Still wiggling. Still wiggling away. Uh, I'm hoping someone tries to jump him. I'm looking at you, Cull Show. I was thinking about it. Um, so Dora might say that in combat. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, heard worse come from your mouth. <laughs> uh, anything else, Thora? Moving? Um, I will move uh, up to uh, next to Alron. Okay. And speaking of Alron, it's your turn. Okay, how steep is the ridge surrounding their camp? Um, you can if you pick your spot. Um, you know it shouldn't be. I won't make you roll for it, but it's uh, probably eight feet high, eight to ten, depending on where you're trying to climb. And uh, will it take additional movement to get up there? Yes, it's, uh, it'll be half. double. Yeah. So that'd be ten. 20, and then it'd be double for this. Half mm-hmm. movement is because it's... Okay, so I can top. use my 10 to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to climb to the top. All right. Um, And I will loose my crossbow at Kurg. Kurg. And that is only a f- 15. Uh, will not do it. Yeah, okay. So goes flying past Kurg and strikes some small orphan sitting behind him. That's rude. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, so you just miss Kurg. Uh, he dodges out of the way, Matrix style, and uh, <laughs> looked really cool. Call show. I think I'm not going to quite jump into these uh, tentacles, but instead, call show. You you I, have you have uh, the game science dice. I you know got the luck of of those dice. So with I'm gonna you. actually. I've got my bow out, which I think I've. I don't know. I don't remember the last time I ever used my bow. Well, last time, okay. but like one, before this <laughs> one episode before that, if yeah. I remember right. So it's strong. It's uh, you know. It's like oh, I should should take advantage of this. Yep. Just warming Trying it to up. Learn from my past mistakes. So I'm going to take two shots at Lokan. Okay. Can you see him through the tentacles? He shot me. I can shoot him back. That's a good that answer. Yeah. yeah, that is a good answer. All right. So that will be a 14 on the first shot. Uh, no. No. Blocked by a tentacle. And then a 16. Uh, no. Oh. Blocked by a tentacle. They're, you know, they are, you know, wiggling and waving in your face. I, I imagine like those, uh, what are those things called that like uh, stores, yeah. the wavy, wavy thingies, wavy guys. Yeah. 
bunch of those except they're black and they don't have smiley faces on them and they're not trying to sell you anything so besides death that we know of yeah we don't know if black is trying to sell us something uh, but i am going to use um just i'm going to shout out in orcish iron eyes i challenge you to death fight me <laughs> uh you hear some uh kind of um Grunts of surprise uh, uh, coming. It is I, Cold Show. And uh, you hear more uh, more talking, and then, you know, uh, you hear a voice respond, Cold Show, the traitor. Yes. And I've come to exact vengeance on all of you. We are the ones who have come for you, Cold Show. Meet your doom. Meet yours first. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> uh, <Okay>. I assist. <laughs> uh, Bjorn, you're up. All right. I'm going to make a, uh, basically a night move to the left there. Up to, up one to the, there you go. And I'm on top of the ridge. Top of the ridge to you. We're going to go straight ahead to Cora. Well, Kurg. I can Kurg. see it from here. Kurg. All right, and I'm going to Careful, move my Hunter's Mark, because we're still in combat, over to him. Hunter's Mark, right? Yep. And that's a 17 to hit. That will hit. Okay, and... Kurg's none too happy about nine it. Nine points of damage. Ouch. And the second attack is a 20 to hit. Uh, that will hit. And that is a lot more. So that's 14 points of damage. Wow. That's that. So a couple of shots, and Kurg is, uh, he seems a little wobbly, and, you know, he can see blood pouring out of his armor. Must have hit something pretty major. And it is their turn. Oh, what to do, what to do. So my buddy here, uh, what's his name? forgot his name. Zoran. Somebody. Uh, so Zoran here, he's gonna. He sees uh, Alaron up the ridge. Do you think I'm standing on top of the ridge? Do you really know. think that's what I'm doing, Jerry? Yeah. So he's gonna get on Lokan's shoulders, I'm, and then I'm he's gonna really see not. you. <laughs> I'm hunkered okay. down, shooting over the ridge. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, half cover. I yeah, will. At least uh, half cover. I will move him up. Yeah, why not? So he's just going to climb up on the other side. And Face then... me. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Oh! <laughs> and he's going to attack. And... God, what? Another one. <laughs> so my. he's done. Cool. Uh, A one and done. One and done. Lokan's going to see Zoran whiff, and he's going to stick with his short bow, I think, and take another shot at Kull Show through the tentacles. And that is a total failure. And Kurg, he's going to stay put. Um, but his pal here, 10, 15, he's going to try to climb up but not quite be able to make it. And that's where we're going to be for now. And it's Thora's turn. So can Thora see Zoran on top of the ridge now? Uh probably because he came up and was standing and trying to get a sink his axe into the aileron's squishy little head and missed so okay so if i can see zoran i am going to um um eldritch blast at him all right so the see first one 
Yes, it's very good. That is a 27. That hits. And then the second one Ouch. Oh, is not so good. That is only an 11. No, yes, 11. So Okay. But one hits. Yep. Uh, for 11 damage. Oh. So yeah, he takes uh, a shot right in the face from you after he comes down and misses Aleron. Oh, it was terrible. Aleron, your turn. Hmm. What you gonna do? I'm going to clamber back down the ridge and summon my spirit guardians. What? What is that? You remember those dancing shadows that oh, filled that room? Yeah. 15 feet around me. That's terrible. Now, so, provoke though when you <clears throat> climb down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doran would get a, okay. Go get for a it. swipe at you. Well, yeah, the way I've been rolling, it's pretty. Uh, So that's 16. That will hit. Oh, no. Nice. That's nine damage. Okay. And there you go. Take that. I still got hit points. <laughs> okay. Well, now he needs to make a wisdom save. Okay. Actually, the both of them do. Marrock and Zoran. Zoran. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zoran fails. And Marrock makes it. I'm assuming he got a 20. Yeah, that makes it. Okay. So they're both uh, half speed for one, but then uh, Zoran is going to take... Ooh, very nice. Um, that'd be 23 damage. 23 wow. damage. And so describe this again. What happens? Uh, the shadows are swarming about us, dancing in the dim light, nipping at them, slowing them down. Yeah, from his, his vantage, it's like the, you know, he has the flickering from the fire behind him and the shadows seem to, you know, gets darker and swirling around him and he starts screaming and screaming and when the shadows move away for a second, you can see that he is now on the ground and he is dead. Oh. Bye-bye, Zoran. Yep. Okay. That's what you intended to do. Yeah, that's what that's <laughs> what he tried to do to me, okay. so... Bye. Just making sure that maybe you're just trying to scare him. Uh, just kidding, of course. Call show, you're up. I'm gonna keep shooting at Loken. That will be a twenty-one to hit. We'll definitely hit. Yeah, let me roll the other one. Ah, uh, and a fifteen. Nope. So eight damage. Okay. Well, you got through the tentacles this time and managed to land one, and you can hear him kind of yelp and growl. And Bjorn, you're up. Okay, so the guy in front of me did not get enveloped by the shadows, but this one straight ahead of me that I hit before. Let's go again on him. Yeah, I like that one a little bit better. That is a 29 to hit. And that's Kurg? Yeah, the one that I hit before. So Okay. Yep. So the hunter's mark on him. So that's 15 points of damage. All right. So you manage to hit Kurg again. You hear a screech, and he drops as well. Okay. So I'm going to turn to quick to my left and go after the one that's diagonal down there to me. Merrick? Yep. Awesome. That's my bonus action, so dispelling Hunter's Mark. Um, that is a 17 to hit. Uh, Yeah. And so that's just the 1d6. That's 10 points of damage. 
Not bad. And then my second hit attack will be a 25. That and will hit? That's another 10 points of damage. Nice. So he's really injured now, too, trying to scramble his way up the side and kind of slow him down from getting pelted with crossbow bolts. And now it is their turn. And what you going to do? So Merrick, you just hit. Mm-hmm. He's going to come over, manage to finally scramble on top, and he's going to attack you, Bjorn. And that is a 23. I suppose I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, for 11 damage. Ooh. And there you go. A little bit of payback. And Lokan is going to shoot at Cull Show again. And that is a 20. A 20 hit. Okay. Whoops, didn't see that. I think it was a 7. And so that is uh, 11 points of damage. Oh. You're not raging, right? I'm not raging. That is surprising. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he's raging. Well, it's a bonus action. You can always rage any time. Well, I, I was saving it for when I ran into melee. Right. Okay. Thora, you're up. Uh, so who can I see now? Ooh, you can see Lokan through the tentacles. Uh, you can probably see Merrick since he sort of did the same thing as Zoran. Okay, but if I can see Lokan, I think I will go ahead and just uh, uh, take shots at him. All right. All right, so uh, Eldritch Blast, that is a 23. That will hit. Second one is a 23. Nice. So that is, oh, that's not good. Five, 10, uh, 14. Total. That was it. I rolled very poorly. Oh, wow. Total. It's very sad. I know. I thought for sure Lokan might have met his maker, but still alive, hanging in there. Alaron, your turn. Okay. I'm going to move back up the ridge. Um, Mara can make his wisdom save again. Okay. Whoops, that was cockeyed. Natty 20. Boo. Okay, and I'm going to... Let's see. So who's that guy back there? I can't read his name. Durzog? Durzog. Durzog. Hmm. I think... You're looking at your spells? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking which would be more fun. Actually, well, I have to because of range. I'm going to cast silence on uh, a stone in front of the fire. <laughs> 120 feet, I have range on that. So okay, blanket that area in silence. Okay, so how, how big is it? 20, I think, right? I think so. 20-foot uh, radius sphere. Like that, except no black tentacles. I'm just copying there, <laughs> copying my sure. black tentacles. That works. But it's they're black tentacles of science. Uh, Maybe tw- one to the left. Twenty foot, it? twenty foot radius, not diameter. Okay. So twice that big. Let's see. To edit that, and where is that? Where do I set that? There it is. 
Well, you can just know that he's enveloped in silence. Well, this is, uh, you know, this is going to be a a big uh, a big hindrance to him because mm-hmm. it's a huge area. Yeah. So there it is. Does that look right? That looks right to me. God. I know. That's terrible. I know. Uh, okay. And call show. Your turn. I am going to continue shooting at uh, Lok- Lokan. Go for it. Z- Z- Zoran's dead, right? Zoran's dead. Him. You can shoot at him if you want. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Lokan. All right. All right. Well, that is a one on my first roll. Okay. Ooh. And Ooh. a one on my second roll. Wow. Oh, look, it's cold show. <laughs> <laughs> they were such beautiful dice. It really is such a pretty dice. So if you who win these wants, dice, though, who wants to win these dice? Yeah. Oh. I, I would. I would still take them. I, They're gonna... for display purposes only. <laughs> After oh, today, yeah. I'm kind of sad. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I don't use my bow very much. Right. You just you feel uncomfortable. I'm sure. Uh. So. Yeah. What's going to happen here? Bjorn. So I got the guy in front of me. Let's take a first shot on him. Do it. That's a 22. Uh, yeah. It's nine points of damage. And Merrick goes down. So I'm going to use my movement now. So I've seen the kids down there, right, at the bottom? Yeah, they're kind of huddled in this little... As uh, I walk or run past him, I'm going to use my free movement to just grab my bolts right out of Merrick while I run past him. As um, he's still falling? Yep. Yeah. And then I'm going to head down there to them. And kind of just most think it's silence, um, you know, so I'm just going to, you know, like wave to them and just, wa- you know, wave them over. I have an idea. Telepathically. I, I yeah, have to use an action as that. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. That. Yep. So um, then I'll just kind of, you know, tell, you know, maybe point to their ears as a free action or something like that and just tell them to, I'm going to, you know, tell them, point them upwards out of the silence. Okay. I mean, I don't know where the silence is, but, you know, away from the fire, basically. That's that. They say, what a strange looking child he is. (laughs) (laughs) So I suppose I I technically have two more shots. Right? Uh, Technically. Because I had one shot. Well, you kind of grabbed, you know, you had some flair there, grabbing your bolts. Yeah. Nah, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, we'll we'll let this spellcaster. You guys, you guys have this under control. <laughs> okay, I am done. Okay, so my my man Durzog here, he uh, he suddenly realizes he you know can't cast any spells or anything, which is a huge bummer to his whole game. And let's see, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. And he can go about here. He's going to stomp on the bodies of his <laughs> compatriots here. And that's going to be his turn. And I don't have anyone left, right? No, you still... Oh, Locan. Locan is still alive. Yeah, you can't still stomp on Locan. Still in the fight, man. Uh, going to take a shot at Kul Show. So is he going to be in front of? Oh, that does Natty not Natty 20. Oh. oh, no. Right after your Natty one. Oh, man. Yeah, that's brutal. What an insult. Oh, ouch. And that's a 10. 
Okay. Uh, you're not raging, right? Oof. That's a question you don't want to hear. <laughs> 21 damage. Oh. oh. Jerry looks positively gleeful right now. <laughs> like he's glowing. Uh, I am. This is, this that, is good. Uh, that one maybe pay a little bit. I'll, I'll let you in on a little knowledge. Locaine has like one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> so this that is helps great. things, right? This that is makes great for better. him. He's feeling really good. Um, maybe he got some encouragement by Durzog as Durzog went running by, but, uh, yeah, that's good. So where, because are they, where's Durzog then? Right now you have them in the same space. Yeah. He's literally standing on the body of, uh, Vogrom. Okay. It was one of the guards that you first killed. But the tentacles are still there. Still there. So, but, okay. Not too meta, but tentacles are concentration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No one's hit Durzog to my knowledge, right? No. No. no okay. Nobody has. Yep. I thought maybe he would try something new and lose his, but no. Okay. Yeah. Nothing yet. Okay. He is just uh, running straight ahead. He just is charging. Then uh, how does he know that it's it's silent? How does he know he can't speak? Because the sound of battle suddenly snuffed out for him. Yeah. Maybe that is just another problem. <laughs> uh, so, Thora. Okay. I, uh, your turn. You can explain this to him. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't do it. <laughs> I will I will blast uh, Eldritch Blast Derzog. Okay. I, nope. Uh, that is a 15. Uh, will not do it. Okay. And the second one is, nope, even worse. Okay. Gosh, I'm getting super lucky now. Alron, your turn. Mm, I think I will do a guiding bolt at Durzog. Like Lokan is the bigger threat uh, right now at yeah. one hit point. Nothing. Nothing? Wow. Ten. Just a, a ten. Call show. I will take a shot at the Lokan guy. All right. Uh, that will be a 20. Nice. That's a good way to come back. And then that will be 11 damage. And he is very dead. And then I'll take my second shot at Derzog. And that is only going to be at 13. And that will not do it. So he has not had to, any chance to break concentration yet. So So does this mean that you are not interested in keeping one of them alive for talking to? Well, I mean, I was. Well, they're not dead dead yet. Yeah. Well, All how, right. How do we subdue them and not kill them? You can just make the choice. Basically. Okay. Well, with it like a melee, like a yeah. Uh, what do they call it? Like a melee attack, bludgeoning. bludgeoning. Right. You can grapple them as well if you'd want. So if them. we could keep that spellcaster alive, the spellcaster is not the one that I would have chosen to keep alive. Yeah, I suppose. Sorry. Not that we have time for all this discussion, but there you go. <laughs> it's happening. Um, so, Bjorn, your turn. Um, I'm going to... Looks like everything's under control. So I'm going to kind of, while I'm backing up, back and, you know, grab one of the kids and kind of pull them back towards up, not uh, over there. Yep, there you go. Okay. Like where she's pointing. So you got the kids. Yeah, I want to pull them kind of out of that way. Okay. Know, the silence, and then, so that's my movement, mm-hmm. and I can make attack on Mister Mister there. 
Where is he? That's uh, what's the distance on that? Can you see around that corner? I don't know if I can. Yeah, it's I would say you for me can't to see, see him. Oh, I see where he is. Is he on top of a rock, though? No, no, no he's, he's in between. The, oh, I see. I'll just stay here and then just tell them, you know. You're guarding the kids. Yep. My name's Bjorn. I'm here to help you. What's your names? Uh, so, <laughs> so you want to know? Um, well, I'm going to use my action for this. I might as well make it count. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Benley. And this is Cora. Okay, Benley and Cora, well, stay quiet, okay? Okay. You're safe. Okay, thank you. Okay, that's that. <laughs> okay, so you rescued Benley and Cora Starvale. Uh, and it is now their turn. Durz- Locan's still? No, he's no, dead. No, nope. just Durzog. So Durzog keeps on charging ahead, and just before he gets to the tentacles, stops his concentration, so that's gone. Uh, and we can just pretend that it's gone because I can't click it. There, it's gone. It's out of the way. And he keeps charging forward and kind of down. And I think I can go there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Lightning bolt. Yeah. <sighs> Lightning bolt. <laughs> I'm lining up diagonally. <laughs> A little to the left. <laughs> there. As soon as you were Holding like, up his like... thumb. <laughs> Lining you guys up. This is my turret. Yeah. Get okay. behind me. Make a deck save. Yep, make a deck save. I will not. I will die. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I'm still rolling. You guys talk because I'm going to be rolling for a while. Oh, that does not make me feel good at all. Is it lightning so it goes through both of them? Yep. I... So you have to make a dexterity save, Thora. I rolled a 15. Uh, oh, I rolled a 16. There you go. And, and then did you add your bonuses? That is with the bonus. Oh. Yeah. Take what you can get. That's... Okay. I, I, that's, yeah. So you see him. He runs through. It looks super cool, you know? think 80s... Arnold Schwarzenegger movies running for the chopper. He's the tentacles blink out of existence and he's still charging through lines you up with his thumb and then unleashes this lightning bolt at both of you. And did anyone make their deck save? I think it's like a 14. Oh yeah, I did. I, I did. did. Oh yeah. Yes. I got both 16. did. 16. So yes. still take half damage, right? Yeah. You still take half damage. So that's, uh, 16 damage to oh. each of you. Well, better than 32. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which means dead. That 32 actually would have dropped me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. Because I've already taken 32. Ooh. Uh. All right. So, yeah. Drizog uh, did something. Well, cool. I would say now's your chance to rage. <laughs> well, that doesn't do anything against lightning, though. Yeah. No, but to get, I mean, you can step up in them. Uh, Thora. All right, I did not like that. Um, I will move over so that I'm lined up with him. And so I'm not in a line with Kalsho <laughs> again. There you go, yes. Uh, and then I am going to, you know what? I'm going to use, oh, I should have done rebuke. Mm. Oh, yeah. Is that for spells or? It just says somebody Whenever who damaged you. Damage you. Oh, okay. Wow. That's fantastic. Ah, I did not think of it though. You know what? Instead, I'm going to go ahead and just Eldritch Blast him. Um, first one, yes, is a 
24. That will hit. And then the second is not going to hit because it's a 15. Okay. But the first one is seven damage. Okay. Well, you did something to him. And that's better than nothing at this point. Uh, Elrond. Well, I'm going to pull off of my back this uh, rune-carved javelin that I've never had the chance to use. <laughs> oh! And hurl it at Durzog. Oh, almost forgot about that thing. So it turns into a bolt of lightning. Yeah. But since he's the last one that I'm striking, I, I actually have to roll to hit him. So Okay. And that is a 20 total. Oh, oh, nice. To hit. That hits. Okay. So it still does 46 points of damage to him. Uh, Electric damage? Five, oh, six, seven. Lighting. Only seven. Yes. Seven? That's it. Oh, wow. It is Durzog's lucky day. And... Oh, it was still flashy. Dead. Yeah, it was cool. I was waiting for you to use that thing, and I totally forgot about it. Cull show. I will drop the bow, step up draw and give him two mighty slashes as I rage. Nice. Probably Swing away. a bit too late in this fight, but do you want to, do you want to step up right here? No, I'm not. Yeah, we're not in a line. <laughs> that would be a 20 to hit. Uh, yes. Uh, and a 10. Nope. For 13 damage. Wow. Well, you heard him. And Bjorn. You still have silence up? I do. Okay, I'm just going to talk to them. So you know I'm a. So you know I'm a knight, right? Have you heard? <laughs> no, what, you're a real knight. Heard? Well, you're not there. You don't. You can't be part of this conversation. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal at Old Home. Have you ever been to Old Home? Uh, no. Oh well, then you probably never heard of me. Uh no. Well. <laughs> uh, basically, I'm saving you, uh, right? So, thank you. Yeah, no, wow. you're you're welcome. That's what I do. In the, in the name of the queen. <laughs> in the All name right, of the that's queen. my turn. Okay, I'm so. giving up on converting you to Isla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's Durzog's turn, and he is going to what? What does he have? What, what can he do? Even surrender? I um, uh, could surrender, but that seems kind of lame at this point. He is going to... Does he has a, have a spell where he poops himself? <laughs> uh, maybe. That would come in handy sometimes. Because Cole shows up in his... Grill now. Up in his grill. Rage? Swinging away. Okay. okay. So he is going to cast Blur on himself. Ugh. Tricky. So Good now choice. you... Um, you see his body kind of shift and is wavering and, you know, seems like he might be here or he might be over there. And so you now have disadvantage on your attacks on Durzog. And he is going to take a swing at Kull Show with his... Oh, no, he's not. I don't think so. Can he do that? No, he can't. That's all he's doing. And it's Thor's turn. All right, I still am going to try and hit the blurry jerk. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is good anyway. So even with disadvantage, I have a 22. <laughs> wow. That's so the first one is 22. Second one uh, wow. is an 18. Wow. 
That's nice. <laughs> crazy rolling. So it's two hits. Yes. Okay. So there it is. Ugh, that was not good rolling. That is five and uh Um that is just twelve. Twelve? Oh yep, total. I guess it could have been worse, but still I was hoping you wouldn't hit him at all. Aileron. What's Durzak's constitution save? <laughs> Watch ya. Roll Let's some see. dice there, Jerry. Roll some dice. Is this going to be bad for Walter? Summon the, summon the shadows to blind his eyes. Natty twenty. Damn it! If anyone wants to look, you're welcome. No, I believe you. Uh that's like the fourth Natty twenty I've had this yeah. game. Yeah. Hmm. This is this is good. This is good for Durzog. Uh, Cull show. Where's Kargul? As I slash him twice. So it's still going to be 17 on the first one with disadvantage. Uh, that hits. And then I'll do the second one. Uh, actually, it will be 20 still on the second one. Really? Yeah. What the? <laughs> I know. It comes and goes. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be 12 damage on the first shot. Okay. And um, five damage on the second. Oh, sorry. Se- uh, seven damage on the second one. Okay, 12 and 7, yeah. so 19. That really hurt him. Wow, that blur spell is a waste of time. Bjorn. Um, so I'm going to say them. I have a pony. His name <laughs> is Gumdrop. I'll Hopefully you can meet him. Do you have any gumdrops? I don't. I eat all I'm my so candy hungry. before I get here. Oh, I've got a sweet tooth like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so but hungry. I have some rations, so I'll give them some rations. Okay. That's my turn. So they start gobbling up rations. Yeah. Uh, and Durzog's up, and he's going to answer Cull Show, and he's like, your father is not far, but it's not him you should worry about. It's your brother who's coming for you, and he's going to kill you if I don't do it first. That's his turn. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, he is going to try to. Oh, geez. So can I disengage and cast? Can I do that? You didn't let me. Uh, disengage casting is is your is your attack. You would not be able to disengage unless okay. you had it as a special bonus move. Uh, he's just going to move then, and Kulsho can take his uh, reaction there. I rolled two sixteens plus my so that'll be a uh, yeah I hit. Oh, are you serious? Twenty three to hit. Mm-hmm. Blur. What's wrong? <laughs> apparently, apparently it helps me. I'm so used to yeah, you know it's like someone just target, target on it. About, <laughs> someone bragging about their natty twenties. That's what just happened. Uh, so that's nine damage. Nine damage. Are you kidding? No, that's how much he had. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so he starts running away and he drops. And that's that's the battle, folks. So wow. that killed him. Uh, no, he's I mean he's negative one right now. Yeah, so he's any the character if they're not unless they're players any NPCs zero they're yeah they're dead. They're, they're dead. Unless you want to bring him back to life, we can do that. I mean, if you wanted to, uh, you could you could. Someone has spare the he, dying since you were. I have spare the dying. Yeah. I could stabilize him. Well, maybe not him, but one of the others. I mean, most of these guys were like negative 10 or 20 by the time they dropped, and he's really at only negative one. So I'll let you 
you know, since you wanted to, you indicated you wanted to keep someone alive. You but you have spare, yours is a cantrip, right? Spare the dying. Yep. So he can spare the dying. Is yeah, bring yep. him back. Just to whatever the he wants. Can do it all day. So uh, is this still silent? Still on? Uh, no, it'll okay. drop. So we're gonna come back. Uh, we're heading our way back. I mean, I'm just gonna be start, you know, hollering you guys. I have questions for him. If you can help, and I'll run over to the body. I will move up to him and spare the dying. All right. So he is at zero or one. What does that do? Just zero stability. Yeah. So okay. Then then I'm gonna start tying him up. All right. So he doesn't basically have to make death staves, but if he would come, you know, wait a little bit, he'd probably come to. He'd come to, and, and then I'll, I'll gag him. It's a good idea. And okay, here you can use my police. <laughs> so I'm gonna walk them past the fire. I'm gonna pickpocket everybody there to, on the way. Uh, all right. Back. So as you search through their camp, uh, you find a couple of uh, leather sacks okay. that have uh, gold. Okay. Um, and it looks to be the 800 gold that uh, Lord Coldmarsh was bringing. Okay. Um, plus you find a number of other trinkets and doodads that all adds up to probably another 150 gold. And the kids, I mean, they had nothing on them. Of course. Yeah. Jeez. I'm not going to pick a pocket then. Just the dead ones. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to teach them how to. Yeah. Show them how. How to loot bodies. And uh, Durzog, you you notice that uh, he has He's a... a ring that is seems interesting. Oh, I want to see the ring. Okay. And you look at the ring. You want to roll for it. Or cast identify. I will just cast identify. Okay. It's a ring of protection plus one. Nice. That is very nice. Yeah. So I'll help somebody out. Probably you've got the lowest AC. I already have a yeah. plus one she ring of protection. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody else you can wear up to two I'm rings. At, I'm at sixteen. I'm at seventeen. Well, I mean, I'm at twenty or twenty. Okay. You can wear it up to two rings. Oh, and they stack? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay. Do they? All magic items <laughs> Then you should stack. definitely do that. Yeah. So now, I, now I'm now i at 15. Nice. AC. Catching up. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you had like a plus one studded leather and a plus one ring weird. of protection, yeah. they would stack. There's no real, you know, like natural armor versus yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that is you what you guys found. You have two things that are tuned to you. So you only get one more thing that's attuned to you for magic items. Unless I find something better. Right. Find something better. So, well, which means I won't be wearing this ring of mind shielding. So here you go. go. Oh, well, thank you. You're that's very generous of you. <laughs> so Elrond gets the ring of mind shielding. I'm a little The holy ring of Ilo. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, Literally has so my name inscribed the on the inside. <laughs> This is your class ring. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we've got a, a camp set up for us with a nice fire. Yeah. I'm going to induce the kids to everybody. These are my friends. Yeah. This is... It's eerily quiet around the fire, though, tonight. He I don't took know. down the Oh, did he? Okay. Yes. This is Benley and Cora, guys. This is Benley and Cora. These are all my friends. Hello, Benley. Hello, Cora. This uh, is Ajax, and I am Thora. 
and they look kind of shy and they look a little bit scared, but they see Ajax and they go running up and start playing with Ajax and they're like, hi, thank you for rescuing us. I will give them some food to give to Ajax too so they can, yeah. Cool. I'm going to throw down the loot and the bags of gold and think we can split this. All right. I'll collect my arrows and drag the bodies off after going through them again. Cool. Do any of them have any other rings or anything, identifying markers or... I mean, I can recognize their... Yeah. assume something is making them Iron Eyes. Yeah, you know, most of the Iron Eyes will have, like, the Iron Eye, like, tattoo, which is, like, a, you know, kind of a very stylized eye, you know, with, uh, you know, kind of weird things around it. You recognize it right away, yeah. but definitely um, a lot of them have that tattoo. And you definitely know Durzog. Uh, he's one of uh, Cargill's, you know supporters a uh, very loyal guy um and still super strange that iron eyes would be here especially someone like Durzog. you know no idea what's going on so culture what were you saying with this this thing this work are, are you an orc much like these children were about to be taken, I was taken as a child and raised as a slave by the Iron Eyes. Gargul, their chief, was my surrogate father, if you will. I served him and served the others. So you sort of like became like uh, Dread Pirate Roberts, kind of, right? They're, they, you kind of became a favorite of uh, the chief and... He... He was taken with me. He was, it goes back to the, the night that we were captured when my father challenged him and fought and lost. And I took up my father's sword. I was barely six. And they mocked me and beat me, but it amused him and they dragged me off. And he said that, uh, well, he said that they would kill me the next day, basically. And they used me to their amusement, but he did not kill me the next day. Instead, they kept me and took me back to the camp, but that was his words every night. I thought I should get rest because I was going to die the next day. <laughs> a bit tormenting to a child. I'm sorry. It's not funny. Yeah. You should maybe give him Ajax after the kids right. are done. <laughs> Therapy goat. Therapy goat. On a quick note, I do stand corrected. You can't attune to more of the same items. So you can still stack magic items, but they can't be the same item. So you could wear two rings, you know, but they they can't be two rings of protection. Oh. You could have like a plus one or like a cloak of protection and a ring of protection plus one each, but you can't have two rings of the same rings, basically. Do you have, a, yeah. you have the cloak of protection? Sense. Yeah, I have a cloak of protection. Want to trade? I trade, yes. Okay. Okay. There you go. Problem solved. Just like that. Okay, so... Neither of us had to steal from the other. (laughs) Eleron was just waiting for you to go to sleep anyway. (laughs) Uh, Just on a side note, sorry. So, call show. Is that your traumatic childhood story? Was that, that all done? (laughs) <laughs> well, we've not talked about it, but that's what Alaron says. Gargul. So are, are we done with that? Yeah. Okay. Cargo's <laughs> actual son, Orak, was 
gifted my father's sword, and he flaunted it to me many years while I was there. Um, but I managed to flourish and survive. That's actually where I learned many of my skills from them. But I knew that Oruk was planning to kill his father, Kargul, and I knew that then, if that ever happened, that I would be next. Oruk had devised a plan to kill me and take me out of the way, and uh, actually took me out on a raid. That was his mistake, and when the time came, I I was able to get uh, the jump on him. I severed his finger and took my father's sword and fled. I have vowed that I shall make them pay for everything they took from me. So I still have Orak's finger and his father's signet <laughs> ring. So are the kids just like mouth the gate? Like, <laughs> As I have it. Wait till he pulls the finger out of his shorts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where is this finger? It's actually. It's just the, a story, kids. It's not he real. He pulls the dried finger out of his pouch. <laughs> it is here. It is so gross. It reminds me ever that I must be vigilant. And you're a chef. <laughs> and with the spices. Uh, okay. So uh, one thing I should clarify, like uh, Durzog did say your brother is the one you should be worried about. Um, you you kind of get a sense that that's sort of, uh, it's sort of a, a swipe at uh, Cargol because... You know, he treated you like, you know, too good. And his detractors in the tribe, you would know this, his detractors would, uh, you know, refer to you as his son and, you know, his his actual sons as, you know, your brothers and stuff to mm-hmm. kind of snidely say that this is, this is wrong and Cargill's weak. And so for someone who was loyal like Durzog to be saying that, you know, something must be going on in the Iron Eyes. I am somewhat surprised he still remains in power. We will ask questions. We'll bring this man to and extract those answers. All right. I think perhaps after I am healed, for I am feeling a bit woozy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we can rest tonight and you should, you'll be back full health, but yeah. I can also, I'll, I'll do a, a second level a cure wounds, so that would be um, 13, sorry, 19 points you can get back. Get you something at least. Keep you kicking. I'll give you another one as well. Uh, let's see. What are your hit points at normally? 60? Yeah. I'm just going to give them to you on the map just to make sure we don't forget when the day starts fresh. So you get another 20 back for me. Okay. Are you feeling okay? I'm oh. just down 16, so. Okay. I have another second level spell slot, so I'll heal you completely. Okay, thank you. All right. So you guys are going to make camp here. Yeah. Entertain well. the kids. Yeah, we got a lot to think over with uh, Cull Show's story. The Iron Eyes are way far north. Um, obviously bad stuff is happening and you guys rest and nothing else happens. You sleep through the night, except for a couple of you have strange dreams in the night. Oh my. I don't know if it was something you ate 
or what, but uh, call show. Uh, this this is a very disturbing dream. Uh, Most of them are. Yeah, you uh, you're on on this path. Um, it looks familiar, and you are full of rage, like more rage than you've ever felt in your life. And you marching into this place, and it all seems familiar. It's kind of a blur, but then you remember. Uh, walking up these steps and at the top of the steps there's a golden path in front of you and the stars are there like this wherever you're at just kind of opens up and you just see like the whole world is full of stars and there's a woman uh, down on her knees you know several yards in front of you crying you know uh, turned away from you and she is, you know, obviously very distraught over something. And when you see her, you just get more angry. And you march forward and you draw this uh, incredible black sword out of your sheath. And you take one mighty swing and behead her. And you feel instant satisfaction from that. And you hear a scream behind you, and you see a young teenage boy come running out, shouting, No! And you take another swing of your sword and kill him too, and he drops at your feet. And That's then horrible. you're filled with this overwhelming sense of remorse, like your brain just can't process what just happened, and you wake up. I would probably be pretty shaken. Yeah. So, and Thora, your dream's a little more pleasant than that. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that. She's all rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. So you're in a field again, and there are flowers, and there are butterflies. It's obviously spring or summer. You can feel the warmth, and you see the young curly-haired boy, you know, sitting oh. at the feet of your patron, who is kind of sitting underneath like the lone tree in the, in the area, but it's, you know, this massive tree that spreads out and shades like this huge area. And, uh, and she just smiles at you and, and she's like, you know, stay with your friends. You know, you will be led to the appropriate place at the appropriate time. Just follow them. And make sure you do not stray too far. Too far from what? From your friends. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> it's the whole point of this dream. <laughs> with your friends. <laughs> Two episodes ago, you fools are going to split up and go your separate ways. And we're not only halfway through the campaign. So stay with your friends. <laughs> it's important to the plot. <laughs> it's important. Uh, okay. So, and when the time comes, he will lead the way. You know, and kind of looks down at the curly-haired boy, and he smiles at you and goes back to doing whatever he was doing. And, and you wake up, and you feel, like, totally refreshed. And, ah. Well, I guess I have to stay with these guys. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you can think about it. <laughs> it's just a dream. Just, well, or we could all just have our own little podcasts. Just, of... I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> little splinter podcast. Like Campaign ends. I have a whole bunch of game science dice I get to keep. So that's that's cool by me. Uh, just kidding. I would give them away no matter what. But um, yeah, that 
that you have dreams. Cole Show is, you know, he looks tired. I'll be particularly surly in the morning. Yeah. Particularly. Are you raging at <laughs> breakfast again, Cole Show? <laughs> More than normal. Yeah. So, yeah, I would assume that we've kept guard over, hopefully, the largely unconscious Darzug during the night, but... Yeah, yeah, Durzog has uh, kind of slept through the night. I mean, and they had a long day. I mean, they went and raided this uh, monk uh, group and came back and hadn't had any sleep. So um, he's out or at least pretending to be by the time you guys wake up. So I'm going to go have a conversation with him. Durzog, I'll say he is at not full hit points, but... He has some hit points. So I'm going to splash some water in his face. Okay. Wake up, Kerr. Uh, and he kind of growls and turns to you, and he's like blinking, trying to get the water out of his face, and he's like, you traitor. It can be muffled because he's still... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take him around. It is best that the children and Thora not see what comes. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Uh, so you take him around the corner and... I'm going to take him around and uh, then I'll basically drag him by his hair. Can I watch? He shrugs. <laughs> and just sure. drags him around the ravine and throws him That's on the ground. Yes. Okay. So you throw him on the dusty ground and he's lying there in a heap and looking at you kind of... Uh, fearful but still kind of you know like you know has a lot of uh, a lot of hate too yeah so he's got his arms behind his back basically and I'm gonna just straddle him and pull my dagger out okay and then I'm gonna pull out uh, the finger I'm gonna sit on a rock nearby you know get some uh, halfling tobacco in my long pipe and just pick my feet up and light it and watch nice. it cool yeah I trust that Orak is still missing this. Orak is dead. I'm assuming he can talk now. Otherwise, that would be pointless. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I'm gonna keep him gagged for the moment. I'm, oh, okay. I'm expecting him to kind of nod or mm. blink once for yes, twice for no. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the dagger and put it really close to his eye, okay. and then I'll ungag him. You try to cast anything, this will pierce you quickly. He uh, he's like, I don't have much left, uh, but Orok's dead. Why are you here? We're here under orders. Whose orders? The clans, the clan chiefs have come together under the stone fists. They lead us now. It's a huge disgrace for your father, who should by rights be dead, too. I'll take care of that soon. Why? Why are you serving the Stone Fists? All of the clans came together, and the Stone Fists won, and their chief leads the clans united now. Are you serving Drummondor? We serve no one but the chief. Are you uh, uh, allied with Drummondor? I don't know. Why are you raiding the lands then? This That's far? what 
Raga Stonefist wants us to do. Is the whole clan here? All the clans are here. How many does that number? <laughs> he doesn't know. That's a lot. Hmm. Where's Gargul? Um, he's he's not sure. He said uh, last night that he was close, but uh, after you rough him up a bit, you determine that was a kind of a lie. Um, he's not in the mountains. He's probably still on the plains and the other side in Drummondor. But he doesn't. He doesn't really know. What else do you think the queen may wish to know? I mean, I'm just, does this have anything to do with that? Uh, wasn't there orcs in the, that, the uh, slavers? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was near Northwall. What do you know of the orcs near Northwall? I, I know nothing of the orcs in Northwall. I know that the orcs control the mountains now. Well, that might be something we can use for the dwarves. I'm sure that there's no love lost between the orcs and dwarves. Yeah. Where were you headed with these slaves? We're not in it for the slaves. This was just a bonus for us. But we were looking for you. Me? How could you have possibly known about me? We were told by allies outside of Northwall that you were near and maybe coming this way. Who, who are your allies outside of Northwall? It's... I, I don't know. Human allies? Possibly. And then he kind of turns to the side and spits. I think he knows more about that. Yeah. I'll press him on that. Okay. So you get out of him that, you know, Car he thinks Cargol is weak and being led by someone. That's why the Iron Eyes aren't leading the United Clans. Everyone's mad at Cargol, but he's still hanging on, you know, and he's he's kind of taken taken ill since you departed. Uh, uh, he's under a lot of stress, knows that his time is almost up and, uh, you know, there's some, you get out of him that there's some kind of strife among all of your brothers that there was after Orok was kind of the, the, the top dog among Cargill's, you know, offspring and, uh, all of the, you know, Brothers and sisters started fighting at some point after Orak was killed. Who is the likely successor? Um, <laughs> good question. <laughs> I have a name, but I don't know what it is right now because it's in my notes. Uh, let me look. Let me get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> let me consult my notes. Um on the tip of my tongue 
Uh, yeah, you would know him uh, because you were one of uh, Cargill's wives was especially nice to you. Right. Um, and so it's actually the surviving son of Cargill and this woman who is the top Urag is his name. It was right there. It's just couldn't think. I always think He's of him a as Marine, is he? Yeah. Urag. Urag. Iron Eye is who you have to deal with. Man, there is some drama in this family. It is. Um, so Urag is in the mountains, and uh what you get out of him after, you know, sometime torturing and cajoling him is that uh there are all the orcs are in the mountains under orders of Raga Stonefist, who is now leading the united clans of orcs. And Urag has set his sights on finding you for some reason. And he has led a couple of groups uh, sort of secretly looking for you, hoping to find word of you, trying to, you know, get get some... Uh, insights into uh, where you could be in this, you know, human, you know, mostly human kingdom that he's never been in before. He's just kind of poking around, but he's the obvious successor now. They see you as quite a threat, apparently. Seriously. I see. They're hunting you down. Yeah. Not the whole Iron Eyes, but groups dissatisfied with Cargoal are looking for you. And this was one of the groups. I want you to go back. I want you to tell Gargoyle and Urug I will come for them. <laughs> All right. You can write. I can write? I, I'm presuming he might be able to. Yes. Then I'm going to reach in and pull his tongue out. And oh, remove his tongue. Oh, okay. My knife. You'll not be using your sorcery on us again. So, <laughs> he's like, kind today of, I spare your life. It will not happen. If I see you again, you will die. Yeah, he's really uh, kind of fearful now. Uh, less anger, more fear. And he's like spitting, coughing up blood and, you know, turns his head and spits out. And he's like, Get out of my sight. <laughs> then I'll let him up. Okay. Kick him and he's off. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you let Durzak go and he runs off down the ravine, scrambling, holding on to his mouth and, uh, yeah, bleeding profusely. Now you got a tongue. You can put that in your pocket, too. Yes. No, I'm not. I hear orc tongue is actually really good. Delicacy. <laughs> that I don't wish to keep. You look up behind you and the kids were watching the whole time. <laughs> that I'll uh, throw into the campfire so okay. that it never finds its way What's back What's that? Um, so, Some yeah. Worms. <laughs> and you guys beat the beat the orcs and you now know they're looking for you. So what's next? We have work to do. Well, he knows... Were you speaking in orc? Oh, yeah, probably so. Yeah. So he knows. No one else knows. Yeah. He's not going to, sh- I don't know, unless he shares it with us. Oh, it's all good. They were the only ones. No, I, I'll <laughs> I'll relay everything 
We've got okay. work to do. So wait, you did what with the the captive? <laughs> he let him live, which actually I I thought he was That's going to, to kill him. Yeah. What the? I, I do not understand you. You could not be making all these decisions on your own. This is not okay. You kill the ones that I want to keep alive. You keep alive the ones and let them go when I want to kill them. This is not okay. Getting a tongue lashing, if you will. (laughs) Too far. I will draw them out and kill them. We must weaken their forces. We are on a mission right now. Yes, but that mission is to protect the queen and win this war. No, that mission is to deal with the dwarves. Which we will do. But he, you, you told us that the dwarves or the orcs were trying to take over the mountains, right? They are. It's probably very important to know from the dwarves. We have some leverage now. But you are not in charge, Call Show. <laughs> Clearly, Thora is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ajax whispering to her too. So Ajax is really in charge. Yeah. If you wish to kill him, you can chase him down. I want to draw this Urug out. Apparently he wants my head. We'll take his instead. Do you have any reason to know why they're after you? Besides that, I mean, you like to stir a little trouble. I mean, you were basically a slave that got away. They want to use me somehow against Gargoyle to usurp his power. All right. Come the days young. Let's go deliver this body. (laughs) Yep. And we get these kids. They were going up to the the temple. I'm guessing. Yep. They I'm were going to use going press to the to digitation and create sparks around his head. <laughs> <laughs> Witchy woman. Uh, so, you guys uh, mumbling behind his back today <laughs> on the way up. <laughs> yes, I'm going to annoy him. Uh, you guys walk your way out of this ravine, back up onto I'll the main the trail. It's never usually this awkward. <laughs> we're really good friends. <laughs> This is just what friends do. Um, so you guys get back to the trail and you uh, don't encounter anything else. You keep winding your way up this mountain and eventually you see a bunch of uh, stone stairs um, ahead of you. Stairs. More stairs? Stairs. Yep. But I mean, obviously not part of, you know, I mean, they've been worked so you know that must be you must be close and the stairs are quite steep but nice and wide and you manage to go up them without tripping good job and the um you get to the top and suddenly you see down below that you are standing on the rim of a huge caldera and you you know of a dormant volcano and down below the stairs continue down the other side and there's like a little village down there you know mostly little you know buildings made of stone some thatched roofs and that sort of thing and it's you know looks nice and you know warm down there it's like there's some definite activity geothermal sort of stuff going on keeping this little part of the mountains a little bit warmer than the rest of it. And you walk down and you see monks, you see children running and playing. It's like a whole little town up in the caldera of this volcano. 
Great. Well, we need to get, get this body somewhere and these children, someone needs to, to find care for them. Okay. So you walk down into the village and uh, someone, you know, in gray robes comes and, and sees you and he's like, are you pilgrims? No. We're knights of the realm. We're here to lay the body of Lord Goldmarch to rest. Ah, oh, we were expecting Lord Coldmarch's body. Thank you. But the original group that was escorting his body, they are all dead. Um, they are back down at the midway point. So, I don't know. You do what you want. <laughs> and, and these kids were part of Trying, it. Okay. You'll want to send people to collect yours. Uh, he's He looks very alarmed. He's like, oh, oh my word. I... I I thought they were maybe late. Um, this is this is terrible news. They terrible. are indeed late. <laughs> it grows worse. The orcs. They won't be showing up anything. The orcs are taking the mountain. You are in danger. Oh no, no, no! I must report this. Please, please come with me. <sighs> so he takes you, and you kind of wind your way through this little town, and you see the edge of this uh, on the other rim of the uh, caldera, kind of the opposite of where you came in. There is uh, a large sort of portal that looks like it goes into a cave. You know, it's all carved and very elaborate. And uh, he's definitely heading that way. Uh, But before he gets there, he stops and uh, he sees a a young woman who is also wearing gray robes. And he beckons her over, speaks to her, you know, quietly. and, And she comes over and she's like... I am Sister Nala. I will be happy to take the children and and get them fed and and clothed. And, you know, I understand that they want to be monks. Is that all right with you? We don't care. (laughs) Okay. As long as they're safe. So I will will, um, crouch down and ask the children, is this where you would like to stay? And they're like, yes. We don't have anyone else now, and uh, I, my mother used to tell us stories of the monks, and this is this is where we want to be, right, Cora? And she, like, nods, and like, oh, yes, yes, this will be fine. Thank you. Thank you again. And they give you all hugs. Oh. Especially Bjorn. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so they, they go with Sister Nala, and they you know, are taken over and she leads them over to a group of other children and you can see that she's like introducing them and they're all playing and stuff. And so, yeah, it all looks, all looks pretty sweet. I'm going to ask this gentleman, do you know of somebody named by the name of Natalie? Natalia? Natalia. Natalia. Sister Natalia? Yes. Yes. Uh, Of course I know Sister Natalia. I think there's someone who'd like to meet her. Yes. I first we must take you to the keeper of the of the monastery. Uh, he very must know. Drone and scary. Yeah, the he, keeper of the monastery. He must know <laughs> of what has occurred, and and he can he can help you from there. Very good. Uh, so Brother Corbett takes you, and he does lead you to this you know sort of cave entrance on the other side of the the rim, and uh, he uh, says, "Please wait here," and he goes inside and. And he comes back out a few moments later and he has this very old looking, you know, 
uh, gentleman with a long beard, very classic uh, Shaolin monk look to him, right? And uh, comes walking out and uh, he's like, I'm Brother Nareem. I understand you encountered some trouble on your way up the mountain. No, we did not encounter trouble, the trouble. We, we went looking for the trouble after apparently your monks could not candle themselves. Yes, yes. We've had some troubles recently. More and more things coming into the mountains and attacking us. We must be vigilant, ever vigilant. So you're real monks? The real deal, yep. <laughs> Just... <laughs> So, this question, <laughs> honest question, since we've been on the other side and down the bottom of the mountain, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you keep seeing all these. Do you have some identification? <laughs> My monk card. That's expired. No, that's an old blockbuster card. It's like what the. So, do your monk powers uh, go past vigilance? Do you have more? That's than kind just of where I was going vigilance? with the question. Yeah, there. yeah. I'm trying to not lead the witness. But. <laughs> so he. Uh, he talks to you for a bit, and he's like, I, I understand you wanted to see Sister N Natalia. There's someone in our group that would like to, to meet her. Like, I'm afraid that the only time one may get an entrance to the monastery is if you wish to become an aspirant. Do you wish to become aspirants? No. I've got a deal. Since we basically got some uh, orcs out of your hair and uh, saved children and killed giants, killed giants, and you know, I'm just going to the list of things. And this person is very important to Sister Natalia. This might be blood. Uh, it's important that maybe you can kind of bypass that, or you can have her bring her us her to us, or just give her a message yeah, that her that, nephew is here. Yeah. Nephew, well, we will be having a funeral service for Lord Coldmarch, but the proper rites need to be followed, so that is a week away. Oh. If you wish to stay in the town, you can do so. No, I don't think you understand. We are on a very important mission. We have been here helping you out considerably. I have not been impressed with the quality of the... Um, uh, how you say, um, skill, hospitality, they're very obtuse about the whole thing. Yes. So I, I think that you can make sure to communicate this to sister Natalia right now <laughs> so that we can, um, take care of this introduction and then get on with things. Yeah. One star would not make pilgrimage again. <laughs> I understand your tone, young lady, but I assure you, we are dealing with many, many grave threats, and we can only handle what we can handle with whatever the gods provide us. So I'm going to use my persuasion and just say, so let's not add to your number of threats, shall we? <laughs> that is a natural 20. Ah. Uh... Okay. I'll let you think about how you're going to respond. <laughs> this is it's like, I need a brief recess. Uh, no, uh, let's see. Uh, yes, this 
hasn't been done for many years. In fact, only a handful of us know that this is an option. But if you choose to withstand a trial of combat... Oh, my goodness. ...with one of our anointed... You mean monks? Yes. Oh, well... Well, I'm not too worried about that. How about the kids that we just brought in? Could they just do that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... I choose Cora. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he tells you that you can have a trial by combat with one of their anointed and... uh, Seriously. Do we get to use weapons? You use whatever you want. Is it one-on-one or like four-on-one? It's four-on-one. Four-on-one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like all of us against one. All of you against one. And this person, of we the need to kill them or they just. Just defeat them. Defeat them. He kill them. He just says it's a trial of combat. Well, I mean, trial of combat would be death. Yeah. That's really sick, man. This is, this is not. This, you are being dumb. I just don't understand these people. Uh, this is really not a day to be really messing with Dora. Yeah. She's in a bad mood. Call show is raging at breakfast. Thor's been raging the rest of the day. Uh, so, yeah, that that is a possibility. Uh, and she tells you that uh, Sister Natalia is, uh, you know, busy with the day's exercises uh, in with the other monks. And it's really no other way in besides this trial of combat or waiting seven days for... Lord Cold March's funeral. We could just take some time and we could always just sneak in. Yeah, Good. Exactly. Let's do that. Let's, let's just wait until let's later. Let's just throw the DM a bone and agree to trial by <laughs> combat. He's obviously very excited about this. Uh, I am very excited about it. Um, Yeah. So is that, that what you guys want to do? Yep. That's sure. what we'll agree to do. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone seems so Basically jazzed. setting up someone to die. Uh, you can knock him out, you know? Yeah. You don't have to... You don't have to kill him. Yeah. So, uh, he's, he's like, tells you that, you know, this is this is very unusual. That That's why this is so rarely done. Um, but uh, he is happy to lead you to the trial grounds, which... This is a completely s- absurd law to have to meet somebody. This is foolish. This is foolish. <laughs> this is the first time I've really had to kill somebody or I have to knock them out of trial by combat just to meet somebody. It's, you know, they're very, you know, they're sticklers for the rules, man. We're doing tri- trial by combat. Well, we already know that they're not the most effective combatants. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's four against one. It's us against one. Yeah. Just so we can go and meet and tell you. That is really nonsensical. <laughs> Okay, so that's uh, uh, <laughs> that's what you guys are doing, and um, you know that's probably a pretty good place to yeah. stop it. <laughs> this is blood sport. This is, I, we're being used to bet against. I know uh, that. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he agrees. He uh, sends uh, brother Corbett into uh, uh, on ahead to get the trial grounds uh, prepared. And uh, 
He's like, this is all highly unusual. Mm. Understand that we need to make some preparations. Or, or, or you shouldn't could be. just bring Natalia out and we could talk to her. That'd be a lot quicker. Exactly. I assure you she is very busy at the moment. She could stop what she's doing, Can't I'm sure. be disturbed. Yeah, I'm sure she could. But I thank you for your patience and your five-star review. We got nothing pilgrimage. to do except for save the world. So, you know, go ahead and we'll do this. <laughs> I'm trying to expedite this. Uh, thank you. Quickly. Let's do that. Yeah, I can tell. Can we at least get the drink somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Make it fair. Uh, so we'll stop there. And next time you will have your trial by combat Yay. to gain entry to the <laughs> monastery of the infinite path. And oh my God, you guys Poor are so monk. excited. <laughs> Just a beat the crap out of some monk and take out all your rage that you built up. I do not want to do this. My, <laughs> my only request is that you name the monk Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Brother Jerry it Brother is. Brother Jerry. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, good job, everybody. You learned quite a bit about uh, the orc situation and made your way to Skyburn Hall and the monastery. Huzzah. Huzzah. Yeah. And somebody's going to win the fabulous the dice. Smoky dice. Yeah, that uh, probably cursed, but... No, they uh, ended up rolling pretty well. No, they did. It was a rough start, but they they proved themselves. Yeah, I guess you can take them off the shelf and use them once in a while. They're so pretty. Yeah. Uh, But uh, remember to go to DungeonPatrol.com slash dice and enter, and you can maybe win those bad boys. And uh, other than that, go to GameScience.com and use the code. What's that code? 39DP19A. Oh, yeah. so close. Yeah, so close. I forgot the egg. Yeah. Hey, we'll see you next time, everybody. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.